up, everybody? Welcome to the Awakened Sober Podcast, a podcast about life and recovery through Christ. Today, we will be discussing the power of forgiveness. Ooh. Yeah. It's exciting. Big word. Big word. Let's start off with, uh, how's everybody's soul doing? Derek? I'm actually doing pretty good today, man. I had a great day at work. I don't normally work on these days, but today I went in. It was visitation. I got this really. I even got to share the word of God with some of the parents and stuff that had come in. So it was really a really good day. My soul feels really good right now. So you were at the prison working? No, <laughs> no. He said it was visitation. He did say it was visitation. So was visitation. I was thinking prison. He was I doing work, prison work. I work at a recovery center, and that, and they had the visitations for the uh, clients in there, and I got to speak with some of their parents and that. Okay. I, I just I thought maybe he was at a. At a prison not, working. I'm not in the prison ministry as of yet. You know? <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. I'm doing well. Um, it's been a good week. We're moving forward. We got somebody's house just tore apart for him. I'm not used to tearing drywall out of a house. I had no clue what I was doing. You volunteered for that. Well, yeah. You know, I, I have to. I'm the one that was supposed to be setting it up, so you know I had to go tear it out. I just couldn't set it up and not tear it out. But but it requires physical labor. It does. It does. You've got such sweet little hands there. <laughs> oh, I had gloves on, buddy. My, my hands are still just as soft as they were the other day. Trust me. I've still not done a hard day's work in the my life. The demo is the fun part. Just going there and ripping stuff out. Well, if anybody has not recognized the extra voice that we have here, Let's welcome Steve to come, come and join us today. Hi, Stevie boy. Oh, <laughs> He came in to do sound again, and, and Derek rooted for him. Give him a mic. And I said, well, okay, I got the editing tool at home. I can edit it out <laughs> if I need. If I say something wrong, just cut me out. Hey, Steve, but talking to your mic the whole time? Yes. Um, Is it the mic I'm supposed to talk into? Yes. There we go. Yeah, there you go. How is it with your soul, my brother? I am glad to be home. It has been a very long three weeks. Um, as you know, I wasn't on the podcast the last couple of weeks, and uh, I was telling Steve here, I've, I've slept in my bed six days and no more than three consecutive in the last three weeks. So I'm just looking forward to being home for a while. Wow. I bet. Yeah. How much fishing was done in, in that time? A lot of fishing, but not a lot of fish. It's because you weren't being a fisher of men. This, this oh. is, yeah, there's got to be a button for that somewhere, right? <laughs> no, that, that would be a clap and an applause. <laughs> Out trying to do something that he'd just go to the store and buy. Yeah. So be a fisher of men. Much better. Yes, it is. It's the process of fishing. Yeah, this still sounds stupid. Steve, how is it with your soul? <laughs> it's good today. I've, I've had kind of a rough week and kind of had a chance to reset. Um, and also was fishing out of the blue. I said, Hey, let me go do something that I used to do to try to find me and pull up for no reason and go up and visit my buddy up on the farm out of the blue is what I used to do. So I'm like, Hey, let's just do it. Out of the blue is what I used to do. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, Steve. He's a boy. Didn't even know it. (laughs) I I was just thinking Steve from blues clues over there. I, 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 I did catch fish, though. So I can't I mean. take you. <laughs> well, I did, too. This this weekend, I caught the biggest one uh, over the weekend. It was about a four-pounder. That's so, nice. It wasn't bad. Is that bad or good? Or? That was good. That's, that's no, good. it was a four-pound bass. Yeah, it was okay. good. I, I didn't know. 
Hey, if you're just joining us for the first time, welcome. We're glad that you're here to, to hang with us for a little bit. If you've been around for a while, we love you too. Don't worry, I promise. But the newcomer is the most important person, right? Correct. Let, Thank let me you. go back to, to Jeremy. I figured I'd hit one of the sayings and slogans real quick. <laughs> there you go. But um, also, uh, like, share, subscribe, leave a comment. Uh, we'd love for you to re- leave a review, even if it's mean, but just click five stars anywhere, whatever it might be. And then um, some new good news for this week. Right. Can't really let everything out, but uh, we have our first sponsor coming. And I guess is why I'm excited about it is I think everybody really needs good journaling tools. And this is, to me, the best journaling tool. I scratch my face. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> your tools for the trader are, are what help you. And yes. so I'm really excited. And, and I'm really hoping that the owner of this company comes on and does a podcast with us and lets us interview him. That would be awesome. So he's in Europe for the next two and a half weeks still. Um, but when he gets home, we're going to work out everything. And then we'll be able to announce it. And I'm... And I'm pumped. I am pumped for it. Sounds good. Did we get? Did we get anything out of this? Like, do we get some for ourselves that we can start journaling more? One of the tools. Yes. You are a tool, but we'll get extra tools. Awesome. Oh <laughs> snap! I figured I had to get one in for Jeremy because he's been over there going, Derek. Derek, Derek. <laughs> but you always know when Derek's in a good mood because that's, he just has fun on the mic. This is true. I do. So, and last week he, he was Mr. Giggles. <laughs> so he was, you could tell it was late. He was extremely tired. So last oh, I week, was tired. I, I sent Brent a message and I said, have you listened to yourself yet? And he goes, I started listening to it. I said, so how was Mr. Giggles for you? Because I didn't realize how much you were laughing until I listened to it, and I'm like, oh, man, it was late by the time we got done recording, so Derek was tired. I was. That was past my bedtime. It was past my bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd been gone for a week and a half, and I come back, and these guys are still down here doing this. I'm like, I just want to go to bed. What was it, 1030, 1045 yeah. by the time we left? Late. Yeah. It was late. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And most of you guys get up early. I do not, but I know you guys like to get up early. And so, yeah. um, so today, forgiveness. Uh definition of forgiveness let's hop in there i think we should start with forgive stop forgives definition is stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for a mistake Ooh, i'm just thinking stop feeling angry for somebody for a mistake unless it was done on purpose (laughs) (laughs) what justify it no 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 no, i'm talking about like intentionally hurt us so then it's 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 a little bit harder to forgive sometimes but yeah mm-hmm. how about forgiveness is the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven it's just the action of forgiving the action or being forgiven it's also a process we love the process what is the what does process mean for those that are just yes. now joining us for the first man time? Can you fill us in, Shane? Maybe we'll have to put the definition on every broadcast, right? (laughs) A series of actions or steps taken in order to achieve a particular end. Mm. So a series of actions. I have to take action to work the steps, the 12 steps of recovery, to achieve a particular end, hope, healing, freedom. 
and I'm thinking we're going to talk about some of that. I think we are. Yes. Right. And uh, so understanding why we need to forgive, um, how has forgiveness catapulted your recovery? Are you asking me? I'm asking He's either asking. one of you. I think he was asking Derek first. Well, I was looking across at you, but I, <laughs> I guess I could turn to, turn my head to the side. And I can tell you exactly what forgiveness has done for me. So I've shared before in a podcast that I've come across an individual that I had not seen in 12 years. I didn't even recognize the resentment that I had toward this individual until I seen him again. But when I saw him and I looked at him and I was like, all this anger, all this frustration that I had stored inside myself wanted to come out. I looked at the gentleman and I told him straight to his face, dude, I forgive you. And he's looking at me like, forgive me for what? You know what? doesn't matter. You're <laughs> forgiven. And with that little bit right there, so much of everything that was holding me back just seemed to be like released. I got, I got that release when I was able to tell that man he was forgiven and let everything that I was holding in just go. Now, for those of you listening... Be careful of walking up to somebody and saying, <laughs> "Oh no, it wasn't like I, I forgive up you." <laughs> it wasn't like I walked up to him. I mean, we were sitting right there. He he started to talk to me because uh, the first people I was with got up and left the room, and he wants to get on me like, "What am I doing messing with these people?" And I'm like, "You know what, dude? No, let's not go through this conversation. You know what? I'm not even gonna do this. You're forgiven, man." So it wasn't like I just walked up like, "Dude, I forgive you." Right, but even in that, even in that conversation, (laughs) usually we keep it quiet when we forgive, unless somebody makes an amends to us. Usually, the forgiveness piece we don't we don't share that because sometimes it causes conflict. Right. Well, I'm going to be honest. I actually said that to him just a totally dumbfounding because then it did, and then I was okay with that. So, did you make your amends for that? No, not yet. That's uh, right. Process. Working on it. Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> Jeremy, do you got any, I don't know, a forgiveness story of any that might? Yeah, I found out uh, when I was when I was doing um, my amends to my my list of people, I would I'd go up and ask for forgiveness, and a lot of times he'd be like, "For for what?" And I'm like, "You, you don't remember this?" And like, "No." And I'm like, okay. And then we we talked about this, and I think we're going to talk about this more in detail, but forgiving someone doesn't release them, it releases you. And that's the whole, I mean, a fourth and fifth step, right? Doing it thorough, fourth and fifth step. And then getting to that eight and nine and saying, okay, look, you know, I apologize for all the wrongs I've done to you, you know? And it just holds me hostage. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Hey, I'm going to let you guys keep talking, keep going with this. I'm going to go check something over there. Okay. All right. So we moved through going into understanding forgiveness. So what benefits come from forgiveness? Yes. Well, I think I just talked about it, didn't I? Oh, no, not really. (laughs) And you see, like you said, what do we truly benefit from? Yeah, it releases us from... Holding in any, uh, where was that at? We had it written down. I totally lost it. <laughs> Boy, Shane walks away and we just lose it, don't we? It seemed that way. He, I mean, no. Uh, the release 
it releases uh, releases us from the burdens that we are holding on to, the things that are keeping us from moving forward because we're holding gra- gra- grabbing onto them too hard. It justifies and holds you captive to your addiction. Yes. There you go. That's it. That's what I said. <laughs> you guys are listening. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Right. You know, and I think you and I can we can talk about this for a second because we do work in the treatment setting, right. right? And a lot of people come in and they're like, "Well, I don't understand why I need to do a fourth or fifth step." Well, why do you keep coming back? You know, yeah. if you're going to try something, you might want to do it different than the last time you did it. Right. So if you've never done a thorough fourth or fifth step, then you got some issues. No, that's yeah, and they really don't want to hear that part. You know. No. What's a fourth step? Well, you need to start digging into yourself and finding out what's causing you to act the way you do so you can write out your issues and then give them up in six and seven. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing bothering me. Really? Then why do you go use all the time? What's causing you to go and use? Mm-hmm. Why do you feel that you need to go get a drink? Tell me, you know? Yeah. Well, because I, I just, I, well, huh? <laughs> well, and, and for me, holding on to a grudge or, or not forgiving somebody, it, it, it allows me to justify my anger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we could talk about it justifying our addiction all day long, but it justifies my character defects. So anger or rage or, or you can list off, you know, it could be lust for some people. It could be um, it, pretty much anything, you know, but that that to me is if I hold on to this anger, then I can have a justified reason for not liking you or not loving you. And that's exactly the opposite of what Jesus tells us to do. Right. I spoke to I spoke to a, a client today and was discussing that with them. You could tell that they were saying they're ready to go back out and use. And it's like, really? Is that really bad? They want to go back out and use. And I'm like, why? Because I don't want to have to deal with this. And I'm like, deal with what? You know, let me know what you're talking about here. And they're like, well, I just, you know, it keeps me from having to deal with issues of my past. Oh, okay. So you're saying you're not getting into a four step and wanting to work. That's what I'm hearing you tell me, right? Well, yeah. And it just got, you know, just kept going. It's like, well, what you really got to do is probably work the steps. And if you're working them and doing the four step and going into the fifth, sixth, seventh, letting go of that stuff and getting into the eighth, ninth, that stuff that's bothering you on a regular basis will no longer seem to bother you as much. And you start learning, well, how did you learn it? I started working the steps, you know, and that's how it did it for me. Yeah. But ooh, that was loud. Yeah. I grabbed I grabbed the mic and it was <laughs> I was trying to move it back into place and it, it got really loud. So Yeah. Did you move okay, there it is. Never mind. Thank yeah. you for fixing his though. Yeah, his was Yeah. So what? yeah. What? Your no. mic just it it wasn't where it was. Just a little bit ago, so I went over there and did some adjustments. Cool. Thank real you. Quick. So, Welcome yeah, back. I'm not, I'm not a bad sound guy every <laughs> once in a while. Hey. It's better when we got somebody over there that knows what they're really doing. I just know how to push a few buttons here and there. And So if anybody out there knows how to work the sound and want to come volunteer your time and hang out with us, give us, give us a shout-out, like our stuff, come talk to us. Send Thank us you. an email. Send us an email. That's what I bet. Yeah. Send us an email. <laughs> info at awakensober.org. Right. So, um, what about you, Shane? You you asked us for examples. What what about what are some examples of forgiveness for you? So I was going to use one, but I was going to save it to the very end. Okay, we can do it. I'll go ahead and do it now. Oh, okay. Um, So back between ages of five and eight, I was sexually abused as a boy. 
And after that came a series of events that stopped me from trusting men at all. Uh, one guy forced me to have sex with a girl. Then my dad, who I thought was my dad, jumped on my back and tried to kill me. Then another guy right after that. So it was just like, boom, boom, boom. My uncle got me drunk for the first time before I went to Germany so that way I could be prepared. So it was like all these things that these men did that I didn't trust them. I didn't have good relationships with men, healthy relationships with men after that. And so even though I went through the steps um, and it was my, I did one one round of steps through secular NA, then I, I was on my second step study through Celebrate Recovery. And it was there that when I wrote not guilty on that four step, <clears throat> I experienced the freedom because I had finally forgiven I've been working on forgiving this person. Um, and I've been working on forgiving them since my first time through the steps. Because is hopefully, and, and I know we didn't talk about it earlier, but forgiveness is not a one-time event. Forgiveness is something that's going to happen over a period of time. And we're going to have to work really, really hard at forgiving them. Um, purpose of a four-step is to really give us a roadmap of all these things that have happened to us because I can say I forgive so-and-so for this and maybe I did but I haven't forgiven them for all these things and it's important that I forgive them for each one of those because if not there's going to be a resentment that comes back you know because I never forgave it and so they're going to do something similar then I'm going to get mad and all those emotions are going to come flooding back in from everything because they haven't been forgiven yet and so it's important for us to work on that forgiveness mm-hmm. and, and keep working at it. I, I think one of the things that we've got to remember when we're working on forgiveness, and just from personal experience, and I've learned this in the last, I don't know, four or five months, and I think you can understand what I'm talking about, is forgiving yourself. It's sometimes one of the hardest things to do. Releasing would- yourself from the past. Give me an example. Good example is um, in my marriage, I had, had done things that weren't appropriate. And I was held in a position where I was, I, I kind of want to almost use the word punished. And as that was going on for years, I um, began to really believe it, that I wasn't worth I didn't have the worth, um, and when I finally got away from the situation to a point where I could look from the outside in, I realized that I needed to forgive myself to get over that and to start healing on that level. I agree. I just needed it. <laughs> and not that I needed it. I mean, I, I love hearing stories. I, I hate hearing the pain side of stories, but I love hearing it because there's also a redemption side, what God has done for us. Right. And, but people have to understand one of the hardest things to do is to forgive yourself. Um, and we even have a level of forgiveness when it comes to things that we didn't have anything to do with at all. Child abuse. Mm. The not guilty sexual things. abuse, yeah, but but there's still a, a 
this shame, this guilt, or whatever that we carry around. And so there's still a level of forgiveness saying, hey, you had nothing to do with it. You didn't deserve this. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise we'll carry that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, it's, it's important. Thanks for bringing that up, Steve. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, and I struggled. I, thank you for bringing that up. I struggled with self-forgiveness big time. And, and what somebody said to me was, uh, they asked the question of what happens when you ask God for forgiveness. You're forgiven. Correct. And then that individual followed up with, well, then who are you to play God and not forgive yourself? And that just hit me square between the eyes. And I was like, man. Yeah. It's tough. So either you're playing God, you think you're better than God, or you are God. Right. I One of the three. Was it you that asked me that question? No, I was asked the same thing by an atheist. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was. So, yes. Yes. Yeah. It's funny. What's up with these people asking that question? I don't know. It's such a mean question, but it gets you off your pity pot really yeah. quick. Yeah. You call up somebody and say, got any desitin and some powder? I need to change this diaper. I've been sitting in it way too long. I was wondering where you were going to go with that. Oh, my goodness. So... A couple of scriptures go with the importance of forgiveness. Ephesians 4.32, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Mm. All right. Matthew you 6. You said a couple? Four, okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of them. I'm letting the other guy take it. <laughs> Matthew 6.14-15, through 15, for if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And that's the thing with forgiveness. That unforgiveness separates me from God. You know, if I'm not going to forgive somebody, knowing that, that God has already forgiven me, it separates him from me. Um, it's that hardened heart that people talk about sins are equal across the board right and and you hear it a lot is no sin god don't look at any sin greater than another sin but that unforgiveness god god doesn't talk about if you do this i'll never forgive you but forgive is god has forgiven you that is that is a pretty strong i mean that separation from him that, that you don't want, I, you could go back to so many stories in the Bible, and, uh, you know, Jesus would, would tell the parables, and, and you could go back to several of them, and every time that somebody didn't forgive, I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. just, it's a tough thing to say that I'm going to be separated from God. I could I could kill somebody and have forgiveness of God, but yet, I'm not going to forgive Derek because, you know, he, he said something mean to me. So I'm going to hold this against him. And that separates me from God. Yeah. Well, the, the parable that Jesus shared about the guy that he forgave, dude, about this million-dollar debt that he had towards him. And so when he does that, the guy's like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, goes out and goes out to the dude that owes him a couple hundred dollars. His servant. His servant, right. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. Like, I just got forgiven this million-dollar thing. I really don't need much money now. I've just been forgiven of this. But let me go get this guy. He owed me some dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I isn't, isn't that the way it is? Yeah. I also think 
because in, in you know in AA in the secular part of it, you, we we talk a lot about acceptance, right? And I mean it's the same thing with with celebrity recovery. But you know everybody talks a lot about page four seventeen acceptance is key to want all my problems today, and it, it it goes on to say that I can find no peace and serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation as being exactly the way it is supposed to be at this moment, because nothing happens in God's world by mistake, and. I think part of that forgiveness is uh, accepting. That we we have we have to forgive in order to learn acceptance. Mm, yeah, that's all you got to say, Derek. That's what I. Oh, you know, you? Yeah, do I mean? Come on, Derek. I mean, you just <laughs> come on. You. <laughs> oh no, but yeah. What'd you say again, dude? I told you. <laughs> you weren't even paying attention. I was too. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It's been a long weekend. I apologize That's to you guys right. out there. I've been a. Uh, please forgive me, as I forgive this guy for giving me. Oh, do do. <laughs> I forgive you. I forgive you. Okay. I think I distracted everybody. Yeah, you, you kind of did. Threw me yeah, off. I know. Squirrel. Uh, <laughs> so, what are the steps involved in the process of forgiveness? What are the steps involved? Making a list. I got to know who I need to forgive. Ah. Uh, yeah. I need to know what I need to forgive why I need to forgive them. Do you think it's a good idea to make a list and then go out and start asking everybody for forgiveness? Oh, hell no. Please don't. <laughs> Can we make a list and go just to start forgiving people? You're forgiven. You're, You're forgiven. forgiven. You're forgiven. <laughs> everybody gets forgiven. That's <laughs> <laughs> like Oprah. <laughs> you get a car. You get a car. Look underneath your chair. Grab the piece of paper. <laughs> You're forgiven. <laughs> Maybe that's how it is in heaven, you know? <laughs> Everybody gets a card? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah the forgiven. card under your chair. Everybody's forgiven. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm sitting there going, oh, no, please don't. <laughs> Too late. And, and please, please just don't go up to somebody and say, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. Because they might say, well, good for you. I don't want to be forgiven. Yeah. Or they might go, for what? I didn't do anything. Doesn't matter. You're <laughs> forgiven. Plain and simple. Over with. But it, here's here's the problem. Uh, a second problem with that is people would just freak out about having to forgive somebody. You know, we said earlier that a lot of people won't forgive because they don't want to release somebody. Mm. They don't want to condone what happened to them because mm-hmm. that's what they truly believe. Mm. Well, also, if I don't, I'm not ready to make it. I'm not ready to forgive this person yet. That's okay. We're only talking about making a list. Make a list of all the people that you need to forgive and why you need to forgive them. You know, what was the offense that you're forgiving? And it should come from your fourth step, but if you're not in recovery and you haven't done a fourth step, then you could just start making this list. And if you're in recovery and you're making this list and you don't find that thing on your fourth step, well, you know what you need to do. Go back and add it to your four step. Because <laughs> you missed something, you weren't being too thorough, you were rushing through it. Because everything should come from there. But yeah, I, I need to make a list of all the people that I want to forgive, um, what that offense was, and why I really want to forgive them. The why, and it, we talk about it a lot, but the why is what matters. Why I do something is what matters. Why I'm in recovery, why I want to come and do this podcast just so that way I could be heard 
Is that why you do this? No. <laughs> I, I was just I was just teasing you at the moment. <laughs> because I wanted to be able to say I was on a podcast. <laughs> but but why am I gonna forgive him? And um You brought up something earlier too, Shane, when we were discussing the shows is um the pros and cons list. I never I honestly have never thought about doing a pros and cons list for people I need to forgive. It or people I need to seek forgiveness from, even. Yeah. It, it makes sense just because I'm going to say I'm not going to forgive them. They don't deserve my forgiveness. Well, who are you hurting then in that case? And so if you could tell me, what do you get by holding on to that resentment? What, what do you get out of that? What is the con of not forgiving them? Well, I don't release them from what they did to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, check one. Now, what's the pros? I mean, and you could probably not give me any more cons than that. What's the pros of me forgiving? They're not renting um, free space in our head anymore. Oh, I can start charging them rent or just throw them out. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Preferably just throw them out, right? Sir, can you give me $100? You've been living up here for a while. I'm not going to ask for forgiveness, but... (laughs) Pay pay your rents due, fool. (laughs) But I can tell you that the biggest thing that I get out of it. You got 30 days. Is this relationship right here. Yeah. The only one that matters. And, and what were you doing for people who are listening? So, oh, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> connecting to, to God. There you go. My father in heaven, because I get to reconnect that relationship, that unforgiveness separates me from God. So forgiveness connects me to God. Mm. Uh, yes. I like that. Forgiveness connects us to God. Yes. Unforgiveness disconnects. Mm-hmm. And so what were you going to say? I was just just kind of you know, going along with that. Yeah, it connects us with God. I mean, like to be Christian as we are, you know, and that is supposed to be to be like Christ. And how Christ forgiving, follower. yeah, yeah. And how forgiving was He? I mean, like He was dead on a cross, you know, dying on a cross, bleeding to death, talking about forgive them. They know not what they do. Bloody, beaten, spears. Yeah, I'm just saying. Isn't that crazy? I mean, this, I, I, I just like, it's one of those things I can't fathom. I mean, he's literally g- gasping for air and he's just saying, hey, forgive, forgive them. them. Yeah. I mean, that's just so crazy. Not God strike them down and have them join me. Which he could have done. Right. <laughs> you said, if I wanted a thousand and one angels to come down there and save me right now, they would. I know. Well, you know, that's how, I mean, isn't that how Saul converted to Christianity was they were stoning Stephen to death? And... No, it was he was he got, he saw Christ when he was walking. He was on the road to Damascus. And he went, but isn't there? A st- oh yeah, he he held the coats of the people stoning Stephen. Stephen, right? And then Stephen was saying, "Forgive them." He was actually, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. 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 as he's being stoned to death, he's right. Oh, forgive him. Forgive. Yeah. Here, Dad. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if I got that straight. No, that's not right. right. We shouldn't act. <laughs> we should probably cut that out. But I mean, if if you look at uh. If you look at Jesus everywhere, I mean, think about it. Last Supper, breaking bread with a man that's about to, to turn him over. I mean, he was just always. And we know, yes, he had to fulfill the prophecy. But still, I think of the things that Jesus did. Man, look, he washed funky feet. I don't like feet. No. You know, that, no. that, would, that would be hard enough for me. But forgiving everybody around, forgiving the, the people that betrayed him, forgiving the people that denied him. Yeah, and they weren't working, walking all over the desert with New Balance either. 
Like, no. You know, they, that's, <laughs> yeah. You mean they didn't have their hay dudes on they running around? Right, dudes. no. And they, they didn't have any odor eaters either. <laughs> no. Yeah, they, they had funky foul feet. <laughs> cobblestone. <laughs> Looked like they've been kicking rocks down a cobblestone street. Psalm 5110, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Colossians 3.13 says, Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you have a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And it seems like that's a theme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like follow the example. And he, no better example. But it is a tough one to follow because you just don't know what that person did to me. No one's ever been treated like that before. We're always. I mean, it's unique. Yeah. But if not, you have a right to your pain. So I want to make sure you you hear this. You have a right to your pain. Mm -hmm. Amen. They have a right to be punished, just not by you. Right. You need to release them because in that you will be released. I think one of the questions is how long do you want to hold on to that pain? Depends how long I want to be miserable. Exactly. I mean, some people take that stuff to the grave. They do, and I don't get it. Uh, yeah. But, and, and so I want to go to a, a moment in time when I, when I forgave him and the other men that did those things to me, right? It was probably just, it wasn't much longer after that that my daughter was at work somewhere, Um. And a guy came in and tried to grab her. I'm getting ready to go up and teach at Celebrate Recovery. And I'm like, so I could either leave and go hunt this person. Or I'm going to stay here and teach. And so I got a nudging to stay and teach. Probably one of the hardest things I could have ever done. But the police were already there. There wasn't nothing that I was going to be able to do. I'm sitting up there and I all of a sudden start telling this story. And I said, hey, you know what? We need to pray. And we prayed more for the man than we did my daughter that day and that's when i learned about my heart change through forgiveness i became more like christ praying praying for my enemies but truly praying that they would find the healing that they need because something has happened to that person that made them the way that they are and whatever that is that generational curse whatever that trauma is whatever happened to that person i want them to find the forgiveness that i have found because in he will be able to pray for the next person. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized forgiveness happened and changed my heart. Thank you for sharing that. Anytime. Yeah. I've heard it before, but I, I, it's awesome to remember that. One thing I would say about forgiveness. Uh, so as I shared before, I see a, see a psychiatrist. I speak to a psychiatrist to work through my recovery. It helps me out with my mental health. And I'm sharing with him. He asked me, So at the end of my session with him, he asked me, what can I do for you? And my words out of my mouth were, pray for these two individuals, right? And he's like, do what? I said, I want you to pray for these two individuals. And he was just like, wow. You know, that took a lot of strength for you just to come out and say that. And I think it really, to me, where my forgiveness has really started to come from was that one moment with that gentleman in the courtroom when I forgave him, that it's just cutting enough to me that, Forgiving, just forgiving people is just so much easier than dealing with it. Sometimes I'm just, it's just like, 
I don't want nothing bad. People have harmed me and done things to me that, you know, Derek six years ago probably would have went buck and did something stupid. It definitely would have went out and used, without a doubt. But now that I've been able to work through this, and that I just want to see good things, you know, I just don't want, you know, what am I trying to say, man? It's trying to come out here. You want good for people. Yeah, I want good for people, man. You I don't want, want good for people. I'm just still wrapping my head around every time you talk about you, you say Derek. He's like, you know, Derek. Yeah. Yo, Derek. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I'm speaking myself in the it's, third person. It's funny, man. though. <laughs> and, and he got it because his counselor used to, <laughs> used to have him do that. You have, you have these two. So it, it's, it's pretty funny. I just wanted to tease you a little bit. Make you have to forgive me later for it. So what are, some reasons besides, <laughs> what are some reasons besides we don't want to make it look like they're getting away with something? What, what else stops us from forgiving? The emotions that come from it. Give me an example. The guilt and the shame. Don't want to let go of it. Don't want to deal with it again. Don't have to deal with the sadness or the hurt. I, I you know, my example I would give is is um, the the sexual trauma I had when I was a child. I held on to that for thirty five years, and after I had approached this individual about the incident and and you know said I forgive you. I, I went into a tailspin, and that's what really led up, you know, the nine months that led up to my actual sobriety date. And it's because I wasn't dealing with it correctly. And I thought I had released that individual, and I, I, I thought I did, but I really didn't. Mm. I, I totally get that. Um, last year at Summit, uh, one of the speakers was talking on unforgiveness, and my personality type is I always see the good in things. I see the silver lining. I don't see the cloud. And people with that personality type have to be very careful that we didn't just go, I forgive you, and walk on because we don't want to go through that pain of the process of actually dealing with it. Yep. So now that I've learned that, I now have to go back and relook every situation I've thought I've forgiven someone on and try to process have i done that right so let me ask you how do we know if we've really forgiven somebody it doesn't bother us no more okay doesn't bother us anymore what else anything something i'm still trying to learn (laughs) (laughs) you want an honest answer i mean no that i get it when what was your question again? I'm sorry. How do we know if we've actually forgiven somebody of the offense that was done to us? When I finally was able to forgive myself. Mm. So what do you mean by that? So when I was, I, I think it, it goes back to the, you can't love someone or something until you love yourself. And I, I could say, yeah, I forgive you, but I wasn't even forgiving myself at the time. So while I was forgiving that individual for something, I still was holding on to the guilt and the shame from my past. So until I could release myself from that burden, then it was like once I did that, it was like, oh, okay. You know? And then I started that relationship, like, you know, that real close intentional walk with God. And I think that's the important part. Is it's an intentional walk with Christ. Hmm. And then I would say if you think you've forgiven somebody and you think about that incident ever and there's any kind of emotions there, 
you haven't forgiven it. We will know when we have released them, when we have forgiven them, when we think about it, or if it ever comes up, it's just a fact. I was, yes. I yes. was, I was, it's funny you say that because I was just thinking about what, five, six podcasts ago when you were going through something and then we had it out. And then the next day, because you said, forgive me. And I was like, I forgive you. And then I brought something up and you're like, you obviously have forgotten about that. You still got to work through something. And I was like, son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> he has that effect on people. I, I like taking people's inventories too. <laughs> right. <laughs> the problem is, is I take my own and I'm brutal on me. Mm. People think that I'm brutal on, on them. Like the people around me that I care about. I am a lot harsher on myself when it comes to it. I, I have expectations of people that are around me and close to me, how they, how they work, not just recovery, but just how we, how we act, how, how we live. We represent Jesus and everything, which means I'm even harder on myself. Uh, my expectations for Derek, my expectations for Jeremy and Steve and, and James and the people that are close to me, I have high expectations of. And then I have the expectations of myself, which are impossible. Right. And it sucks. So I beat myself up pretty good. Yeah, I followed it close to that same thing as you're saying. So all those of you out there that were listening to this podcast that I've worked with, if you think I've been rude to you, imagine how I am to myself if I'm doing that worse to myself than I am to you. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so uh, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ, uh, through him who gives me strength, or do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Depends what translation you want to do. When you're looking at forgiving somebody and, and you just can't bear it, the pain, the fear is stopping you from doing it, just remember, ask, ask God for the strength. He will give you the strength to do so, especially when it comes to forgiveness. But right now, we said it earlier, we're only making a list. You only have to become willing to become willing at this point. If we make a list and we create a support team around us, God at the center of that support team, but we create this support team around us, we'll be able to make that and make it in a safe way and we won't go into a tailspin afterwards. Mm -hmm. We won't have to worry about that pain and the fear because we're going to have a team around us that's going to support us, that's going to love us, that's going to encourage us. And that's what we need. We got to have a support team, but we have to look, through God, look to God for our strength. He will give us the wisdom and the strength and he's going to tell us when to do it, when we're ready. Mm-hmm. That brings up a question that I get asked a lot. How do you know what God wants you to do? Read his scripture. Right. First and foremost. So pray and read scriptures. You need to pray before you open up the Bible. Then once you open up the Bible, the Bible gives you clear direction of what to do. If I'm, if I'm making a hard decision, I can go to certain scriptures and really start reading that and meditate on that scripture. We talked about that a few podcasts ago, right? Meditating on scripture. I might take that from a chunk of scripture or, you know, a whole verse or maybe a couple of verses. And all of a sudden I'm down to one word. And so as long as what I'm doing lines up with God's word, I'm within his will. His will isn't this straight and narrow path. It's I, I could be within this zone and I'm within his will, right? And so as long as I'm living within his will, I'll be okay. If, if it contradicts his word, it's not his will. 
<clears throat> his will never contradict his word. So that's the easiest way. Read scripture, pray and meditate, and make sure that you're living within the word. I, I want to say one of the key things in that is the meditate, because that is the prayer is where we ask and we come to God. The meditate's where we come back and listen for the answer. So we're looking mm-hmm. to be filled with the Spirit. We're looking to be filled with the answers. Yeah. We pray, God, empty me and fill me with your word. Empty me about my selfish desires and tell me, show me what it is that I need to learn within this scripture, this, this time with you. This is your time, God. Show me. Yes. And then you open up his word. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the, so I empty myself to be filled with his word. Yeah, the, the key part I think a lot of people forget is that meditate part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not, mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> for, for, me, for me, it was sitting on a dock at 11 o'clock at night looking at the stars and just listening. But if is that you your definition up, of spirituality? <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, I've been reading the Bible, trust me, all day. And that that's the yielding piece at the end of it right yeah i'm gonna sit and i'm gonna listen and god is gonna show me yeah and that's that's the beautiful piece of of that meditation is is we have to yield we have to be able to sit back and pay attention to to what god has for me Hmm. isaiah 43 25 says i even i am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more Wow. I've never read it like that before. Right. It makes, yeah. That's blotting out the transgressions for our own sake, not theirs. So we remember their sins no more. There's nothing holding us back, bothering us as we move forward in our recovery. Yeah, and God's the only one that's going to not remember it. Right. Yeah. We'll remember it. But we need to get to a place to where it's just a fact. It, it's just a moment of time that happened. It's just a fact. So we don't, it don't give us an emotion or anything else. God can forget. We can forgive it. And that's, that's what being a Christ follower is about. I'm going to forgive. I'm, I'm not going to forget. But I'm also not going to hold it against you. Mm. And allow me holding it against you hold me captive. I'm going to release me. So, yeah, it's let's um, what is the ripple effect of forgiveness, Shane? Uh, Unlike the man in the story, uh, when when he was forgiven, then he went to go collect from his servant. Right. That little bit of money. But that ripple effect, when I forgive this person. All of a sudden this this forgiveness in my heart changes and once my heart changes the hearts around me start changing and so i won't always say it's a ripple effect of forgiveness but it's um a ripple effect of joy it's a ripple effect of just good deeds servanthood i mean all kinds of different things derek the ripple effect of forgiveness is when I was able to give the forgive the one individual that I've I've spoken a lot about, the ripple effect that's happened with me is I've been able to forgive more and more individuals, even from the littlest things to things of the past that really hurt. I'm able to forgive. That's what the ripple effect of my life has been so far. That 
getting letting go of that one particular thing, you know, making it a fact and no longer an issue that I was dealing with, the ripple it's just been able to ripple away from that and able to easier to forgive more and more. Love it. Steve? Um I kind of want to go into back into the forgiveness of myself. I think when I started forgiving myself that everything else started falling in place mm-hmm. and just rolling on. Mm-hmm. Um, it was easier to actually kind of go back and revisit those things of, did I really give forgiveness? And once I kind of released myself of that guilt and, um, it really kind of changed everything running around of, you know, did I forgive this? Yes, I did, because now I'm not holding myself it against myself. Um, it made recovery a lot easier on that realm. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, hey, Derek, I just want to forgive you. Just, it's okay. For what? <laughs> oh, I'm sure you did something, brother. <laughs> we all know you well. Uh, Luke 637, judge not and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. All right. Yeah, it's a uh, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be sons of God. Yes. Hey. The Beatitudes, um, the Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes. So it's that's it's, uh, eight principles of celebrate recovery, right? Yeah, it's principle six, right? So um, I was going to answer something. <laughs> I was going to be a smart butt, then I decided not to be. I don't know why. Hey, uh, but right before we go, look, in forgiveness, relationships can be healed. Reconciliation can happen. Right. Reconciliation isn't always made to where you're going to have a relationship with that person. It, you could be made whole. The relationship could even be made whole, but you may have to love that person from a distance, maybe for good maybe only for a short time. Now, we would always love reconciliation to mean that the relationship is also reconciled and you guys Mm -hmm. are your best friends again, your husband and wife again. Well, sometimes there's so much damage there that it would maybe take a while, but or it could just be a dangerous situation. And we may have to to pull somebody out of a dangerous situation. And and, um, once they forget, give reconciliation happens but they still the relationship will never be intimate it will never be close i'm going to love you from a distance but it's still reconciled Mm -hmm. because we are reconciled with christ and reconciliation is the restoration of relationships yes you know so we were we were reconciled to god through christ his blood on the cross Mm -hmm. and it's like he's like hey look you know there's nothing you guys can do and here is the perfect lamb of God. And I want you guys to be with me. Just believe in him. So through all this forgiveness, what do I get out of forgiving somebody? Like, why do I need to forgive them? Hope and freedom through Christ Jesus. Hope and freedom in Christ Jesus. That works for me. Yeah. I mean, I said it earlier with, with the, the definition of process. A series of actions or steps taken in order to achieve a particular end. For me, my particular end was healing, 
freedom, hope, and only one way to find it, through Christ and forgiveness. Amen. Amen. Yes. Anything that you'd like to... I, look, I mean, uh, forgiveness, like we shared, is not for the individual. It's for yourself. If you're out there, you're holding on to something that you need to forgive, you need to make the list, pray on it, see what you got to do. And it, and it really comes down to that freedom, that you're not being held back anymore and stuff. And the peace that you you start to feel with it is miraculous. I right? like that word, peace. And Jesus says, peace. I, my peace I give you, and I, don't, I do not give as the world gives. Right. So, <laughs> Jeremy, anything? Any last words? Uh, Maya Angelou. It's one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself to forgive. Forgive everybody. Mm. Ooh, I like her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Stevie Pooh, thank you for joining us. <laughs> Do you have any words on forgiveness? Yeah, I mean, anything that you want to say before you leave? And just talking with people that I've dealt with. and um, I've had a lot of conversations and... Um, that seems like forgiveness is the hardest concept for a lot of people to get over. And it really, once you're in recovery and see the light, drink the Kool-Aid, um, it, it, it's, Jim it, Jones it, over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Purple drink. Yeah. Um, you know, here comes my codependency. It kind of hurts to watch people that can't do that. And, you know, you know, how can I forgive this person? They did this to me. You know, I can forgive that, but I can't forgive this. And and you just look at them and you know that pain that they're going to suffer and that they won't be able to walk forward without taking that step. And it just, I mean, the codependency of me goes, you know, actually feels hurt for that. And um, it's, it's, you know, I can tell you anyone that's listening is that, you know, you got to give it up. You can't, you can't hold on to it. You have to give it up. It's a must. It's a must. It's a must. Not you don't must even have to, but you must. must give it up. Must. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, over this week, think through some of the, the people that you've forgiven. Think, think through your own ripple effect. How has forgiving one person maybe making it easier? How, where have you seen that ripple effect in your life coming from the forgiveness side of things? I would also like to challenge you this week. Who is it? Who is it that you've really been holding on to this resentment, not wanting to forgive them? Who is it and why haven't you started to forgive them? I would love to see it. Um, it's a great journal prompt right there. Yeah. Um, send that in to us. Let, us. let us see this. Let us read it. Let us connect with you. And How do they connect with us, Shane? Uh, info at awakensober.org. They could go to our website, um, which is awakensober.org www.awakensober.org <laughs> yeah. um, instead of info at awakensober.org, right? That's the email. So it's obviously similar. Um, so you could join us on the website and even on the website, you could click an email each week. The podcast is out on every, every platform and there's always a link to the email in there. And even this question will be there. Yes. Yeah. Like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Like you said, we're on every platform and be back on YouTube this week. So remember, <laughs> Forgiveness connects you to God, and forgiveness is going to connect you to yourself 
and to those around you. God bless you guys and have a good week. See you, everybody. Bye.